Hi, everybody. Welcome to the B2B Sales Podcast. I'm Skip Miller. And I'm Thibaut Suiris. Every two weeks, we're going to be interviewing thought leaders, experts, and top performers in B2B sales. And every other week, we'll share tactical tips and insights on how to start conversations, generate opportunities, and close deals faster. We're on a mission to change the way people see sales. As you know, sales is a profession that is one of the most rewarding ever. Yet people are afraid to try or really extend themselves. And this isn't really good. This podcast is brought to you by Sales Labs and M3 Learning. If you want to attend the recording of the podcast episodes and ask your questions to the guests, you can join the Selling Advantage community. It's a $25 a month subscription where you get access to a community of B2B salespeople, exclusive events, and tactical resources to help you close bigger deals faster. Join today and get one month for free at www.sellingadvantage.io. So get ready for your dose of sales wisdom, tools, and tactics, and enjoy the show. Okay, so hello and welcome everyone to this new episode of the B2B Sales Podcast. So today I have a Swiss citizen and compatriot, we say in French, who's on the show. So it's Philippe Schwendiman, who's the founder of Paru. Philippe, welcome to the show. How are you Hi, doing? Thanks, Thibault. Yeah, fine. Fine, you. Thanks a lot, Thibault, for having me. Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm really happy to have you on the show. Today, we're going to talk about something that is... Uh, deep, uh, you know, I'm deeply like interested in it, really close to my heart. It's really how to get rid of your fear of video prospecting. So people who listen to me know I love video prospecting. Uh, for the background, so we met a few months ago, you have a tool for video prospecting at scale called Paru. Um, and so you're going to tell us a bit more about how to get rid of your fear of video prospecting. But before we dive into it, can you just tell a bit more, tell us a bit more about you and who you are? Yeah, thanks a lot. So, um, hi everyone. I'm Philip. I'm uh, the co-founder and CEO of Peru. Uh, Peru is a sales enablement platform that allows you to create personal sales videos at scale. So that's uh, the quick intro. And um, yeah, a bit more about my background. So, um, I was uh, following some entrepreneurial paths in the past. Um, I was uh, having an online shop uh, in London many, many years ago. I was doing that for four years and then I came back to Switzerland and I was uh, working as a head of e-commerce for a fashion and jewelry um, brands. And later people asked me more and more if I could do some advice uh, or uh, consulting for them. So that's how I started again, like the entrepreneurial path. But at some point I thought, okay, um, consulting is nice, but it's not scalable. So I want to go back uh, to having a product. And Peru actually originally was an employer branding platform and that didn't really work out. But um, what worked out was uh, actually the, the personal uh, communication, um, especially with the video prospecting. And this is uh, how uh, Peru um, version uh, 2.0 was born. Okay. Okay. So you started like as employer branding, then pivoted to do some video prospecting. So tell exactly, me a bit yeah. more maybe about the, um, the problem you were trying to solve. So why, why did you do this pivot? Yeah, so um, as mentioned with the employer branding platform, um, it was more and more clear that people were reacting not because they liked the employer branding platform, but because they liked my, my outreach, right? Mm -hmm. 
And um, the trouble though was um, with video outreach, um, I quickly saw that um, it usually takes a lot of time uh, to create. Uh, and I'm always talking about like personal videos. I'm not talking about just um, some personalized gimmicks and you have the same video for everyone. I'm really talking about um, um, the same effort as you, you take when calling up someone, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't do ring calls, calling 10 leads at, at the same time, but you take the time to call everyone um, personally. So the same with video and um, there are good tools out there to actually record um, video messages, sometimes with landing pages, sometimes you, you can send them out. But um, what's missing is that you can do both, right? The, let's say the, outreach the sequence uh, some automation and again uh, the video part where you can actually um, scale it mm -hmm. and still remain personal and this is how um, peru was born and in um, june uh, 2021 we launched the first uh, mvp better version this is also how we uh, got in touch mm -hmm. and uh, that was a really cool phase because um I could talk to a lot of users and potential users. We also uh, pre-sold um, a few packages before the product even existed, which was uh, pretty interesting. And with all that feedback, we're now working on a much more elaborate version that uh, people can actually get most value out of the product. And this is book more meetings, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Okay, good. So before we talk about like how you do video prospecting at scale, let's talk about the main challenges you, you see when uh, people are doing uh, video prospecting. So what are the, let's say, top three or common challenges you, you see people facing when doing video prospecting? Um, yeah, it's an interesting question because um, to many people I talk, uh, it's, it's always a bit similar that um, it's actually... And it's hard to believe, but for, for many, even like SDRs, it's a, it's a new topic. So um, they're used to calls and they're used to, to um, email or, or LinkedIn messages, but the, the video part is, is quite new. And the biggest misconception is about scalability. So I think people tend to believe that you can scale it as you would with the email sequence. So you mail merge to, uh, I don't know, 2000 leads, the same video. But I think that's not the idea. The idea is that uh, you can uh, show the right message, the targeted message to that particular lead. And video, especially interactive video, is such a great tool for this. And it takes time, but then it doesn't take so much time um, as you would think if you've never done it. Because um, what's important is that you have the right setup and of course, the right tool and the right tool we're working on. Um, and I think this is uh, the first one. The second one is how people watch video. And I think here with TikTok and all these platforms, I think also on the, the recipient side, uh, people are more and more used to video. So probably there's also a bit of a generation gap, whereas younger people I'm talking about, like 25, around 25, there's some used to video that I don't really see an issue with them. So probably for, for, for me or, or you, let's say 35 or a bit older, there might be this, uh, this gap. And uh, I think this is even easier to overcome. And um, the third point is that when you do videos, you need to have a setup that it's quick, right? Because if you go 
and install your lighting and your camera or your webcam or whatever, every time when you do videos, you just lose time. Where if you have a setup that's there, you can use it with the platform, then you're really quick. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree on you on that. I think like uh, there's kind of a misunderstanding of, of videos. So a lot of time people either go into the over-personalization where they want to have the perfect lighting, perfect sound, perfect equipment, and they want to sound like great actors. And uh, I'm doing a lot of video myself and you also are doing that. And the truth is we know how to run businesses and sell stuff. We just don't know how to act. So we don't know how to look good in front of a camera like an actor does. And by the way, you look good in front of a camera if you're an actor because of, uh, of uh, the way people are cutting the video, editing and everything. That's what makes you look great. So that's why we always look terrible, sound terrible when we're on camera. But it's actually fine because people actually are seeing us and they don't cringe like we do. So I think that's that's this thing. And, and the other one is like the uh, under-personalization, as you said, where people will record like a video that will be three minutes talking about them or whatever. And then they send it to everyone. I have a lot of students that are trying with video and, and they always send me a video and then they, they tell me how video prospecting doesn't work because the video is like five minutes of them blabbering about their product and themselves. So it doesn't work, you know? Exactly. So I think it's this, this kind of balance people have to, you know, do not know how to find. And, and for me, the tip I always give is like, consider a video like a voice note with mm -hmm. your face on top. Yeah. And, exactly. you know, it's just, a, that's the right mindset, I think, on that. Yeah. No, also I think about the qualities. Um, people also think of video still as like largely marketing tool. So they see like shiny videos on YouTube for a brand or, or, or a SaaS tool. But in outreach, in prospecting, that's not the same kind of video. You can use some parts, I think, but the, the idea is always to be um, genuine and uh, show that you add value to your lead. And I think here, the quality doesn't need to be like Hollywood style. It can be real, let's say. And I think then it will also work. Yeah, exactly. And so what about the fear? Let's talk, we talked about the challenges, but now let's talk about the, the fear, you know, the, the irrational fear, let's say people have. What's your experience with that? Yeah, that's uh, it's that's really funny. Also a, a really personal story. So when I, I did this pivot, like the first tries I made with the camera, and my setup, I thought like, okay, I'm never going to do this. I, I just look like, yeah, it's, you made it, uh, you, you mentioned it like cringy, right? So, mm -hmm. um, and then I thought, okay, come on, it can't be so difficult. And I, I was experimenting with setup, with the lighting, with the, also like, let's say the highs of, of the camera and, and stuff. Mm -hmm. And what I, what I figured out is that it doesn't need a lot, right? Um, a few lights and the, the right position of the camera, either with your mobile or your webcam, and that's it, right? And then the other thing was uh, sort of was also a challenge for me that I've never done it before. So I thought, okay, how can I like talk to the camera, right? And uh, at first, like the first results were like terrible, really. And I thought, okay, no, I can't do this. But with the time, you get used to it, and it's actually it's quite fun. So um let's say you start your day with a few videos and after like the third or fourth video you're really into it you like it's like talking to your prospect mm -hmm. as you said like the the voicemail with the with the face uh, you can see as well so um every day you use it or you do it you get into it and it's actually quite fun so mm -hmm. <laughs> i think um it's it's this fear in the beginning but then 
when you start using it and also when you see the results that people react, I think it's, uh, it's really nice. So um, that's, it's all about that. So my tip here is really just do it, right? And then mm -hmm. you get into it. Uh, it's, it's a bit like cold calling as well. Like yeah. on Monday morning, the first call is like, uh, yeah. but then you get into it, you start, uh, you're talking, losing your tongue and then it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, you know, I was thinking about that this morning. Uh, you know, I released an online course recently and um, there's like, uh, I made some automation and the automation didn't work. So there's around 40 people who were supposed to get the, uh, who received an email say, hey, the course is available. You receive an email with the login. No one received anything. So I received seven emails with people saying, hey, where's the login, blah, blah, blah. And then they say, okay, oh, I fucked it up. Uh, I need to check something. And I remember when I was younger, I would be like, oh my God, what will people think? And this morning I was like, I don't care. I don't care what people think. I'm just going to fix it, send it, say, hey guys, sorry for that. This is what's going to, you know, like there. I received a bunch of emails where people were really happy, say, oh, thank you, it's great. And that's the thing is um, very often we are really afraid of what people will think about us. But the truth is they are too busy thinking about themselves. So people just do not, most of the time, they just do not care about what we do, how we look, how we sound. And very often we have this thing where we are very self-critical of the way we, we look and sound. But the truth is that's how everyone else sees us. So that for, it's just strange for us, but not for the rest of people. So I think that's one thing is, is really this, this fear is just, People just like, anyway, they don't care. Another thing with video prospecting, it stays prospecting. So most people won't even watch the video because, you know, it's just prospecting and called outbound. And uh, when they watch, you know, they will either reply or ignore, but often it's just nothing, nothing crazy. And one thing I found also is that uh, hearing our voices and seeing our faces is what challenges us. So one thing I found is just whenever you're recording a video, you, let's say, you know, have an extension or whatever you're doing, just open another screen, put it in front, and you won't see your face. And then it's going to sound mm -hmm. a lot more natural to do that. Yeah. You're going to yeah. do a few tips like that too? Yeah, I mean, 100% agree, right? And I think especially if you're an SDR or even like account executive or so, I mean, it's similar to cold calls, right? So um, there you also develop your techniques in overcome this... Uh, this fear that uh, even if somebody says no, it has nothing to do with yourself. It's just like, might be the wrong timing, wrong person, whatever. And with video, it's the same. So um, people who are used to cold calls um, will have, let's say, the least problem to make a step to video. And people who don't do cold calls can also benefit in a sense that, because um, it's indirect, even if someone says no, you don't, after rejection straight in your face, which is yeah. also nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's, I think uh, for both options, uh, it's it's cool. And what I always think is that um, in the end, if you enjoy yourself doing it and you have and show the motivation that will also portray uh, to your leads. And I think um, mm -hmm. that's just the best, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's really falling in love with the process as they say. Get used yeah, to it, get exactly. used to doing it, and then you're yeah. going to like doing that. Exactly. Talking about process, do you have any framework, any tips on how to record a good video? Yeah, again, it's about the lighting. So I think the lighting is really important. It can do magic. And again, I think with the 
lighting it should be a setup that um, is quick and can also fit in most uh, offices or, or at home because again we're not in hollywood so we don't have uh, the time nor the budget to create a, a crazy setting and i think it's not needed so mm -hmm. but the two or three lights and uh, um, one tip from hollywood you can take is the three-point lighting although in this setup uh, the light is straight in front of me but uh, if you're um, doing video uh, when you're not at your desk, then the three-point lighting um, can be uh, really good. So as you have uh, yourself, uh, so you have a background light and uh, um, a side light and the front light, and uh, that's it. So you experiment with this mm -hmm. and um, you will see the results pretty quickly and then uh, you're good to go. Okay. Wait, what is the three-point lighting? So you mean like you, you're, you are like having using like three different lights uh, and and that that helps get, making the image better, right? Exactly. I think yourself, uh, Tibo, you're you're using it probably without even knowing it. But you have the background. I see the background lights, and yeah. then you, you have the front light, which is not straight to your face. Now, for me, it's straight to the face. Uh, so I think you can see like my face looks a bit big, but mm -hmm. um, it's a bit from the side without having a shadow. And then you have um, uh, sort of. Uh, the main light which sort of lights up the whole whole image yeah. and there's a really good tutorials on youtube uh, i'm not reinventing anything here you watch them and uh, then you experiment a few minutes yeah. and, and you'll see it so yeah. yeah i think experimentation is key in there actually uh, i heard of this you know for me lights are just extremely complicated I, I just don't understand anything sometimes you know in tutorials people explain and say oh you have to do this and you're going to try and make like a small shadow triangle on the left or the right of your face. And I'm like, mm. and the guys say like here, and I'm like watching the video. I'm like, I don't even see a triangle. So mm. <laughs> I think it's just really about trying. For me, what I, I have so. I found is uh, I have a lead kind of uh, mat, you know, like this kind of very, it cost me a hundred bucks. It's illuminating like a thing that is reflecting on the, on the top of me because, you know, it's kind of like a sound padding, basically. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then yeah. what I use is this is the main light that costs a lot of money that is right in front of me. And then mm -hmm. on the sides, I have like a, a desk lamp that mm -hmm. just a very basic Amazon desk lamp. I put like a, a paper, like a sopalin, you know, like this uh, yeah, yeah. Pa paper stuff. To soften a bit, yeah. Exactly. And on the yeah. other side, I got like a, the Zoom, uh, you know, post attendees. It's a big white screen. And I found yeah. that it actually works really well because it kind of cancels all the shadows and makes it yeah. like look nice. And the background, there's obviously some light, which is more like decoration light. So yeah. I think that's about playing with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think what's also really important with the lighting is that something... It has to be it has to be quick, right? You don't want to spend like an hour every day setting up your lighting before mm -hmm. you start your calls or, or your videos. Otherwise, yeah, you yeah. just lose time with that. So it has to be simple, and it has to be also ideally like a fixed setup because if mm -hmm. you need to like do it like every day yeah. uh, in your office, uh, you lose time, obviously. Yeah, so. I'm actually gonna put like uh, in the show notes like a quick setup. You know, uh, I'll chat with you and jam with you on the, on what could be a good setup, bunch of lights and everything. But I just said something, and I, I think you know, some often people are a bit afraid with lighting because they feel like whenever they have their lighting on, it's kind of this big thing where it's a focus on them, very uh, shiny. But with the office, you know, like the computer second screen maybe, and the office lamp, it's actually very nice, very warm, and you don't feel like you're in the middle of a of a sea of light. Yeah, exactly. Because so, now this. I'm, I'm the wrong example here because now I'm sort of in the middle and my, my face looks quite big uh, and, and a bit shiny. So You have a stadium yeah. lamp, like a, for a soccer yeah. stadium lamp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
It looks pretty. But it's because beautiful. usually when I when I do my videos, I I don't do it like here with the webcam, but I I use uh, like the other end of my office, yeah. and then uh, I have my uh, my uh, mobile and uh, yeah. yeah. I, you're making me think. You know, like a lot of people are asking me about my background, and mm -hmm. uh, they always say, "Oh, that looks great," and it's actually very simple. So. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do like a tutorial for CS people on how to uh, to do some lighting there. That's yeah, exactly. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm really curious. Do you have maybe like a, a framework, like a bunch of steps to say into a video, like for video prospecting? Is there any tips you can you can give me on what to say in a video? Um, what what I personally advise, and this is also a bit uh, coming back to the misconception about them. Um, what video prospecting should be is again that um, I think the medium is ideal to show that you actually you've done your research, um, you, you you have some intent data, um, and you know that you can solve a problem for that particular lead, mm -hmm. and that info you can use in your video. That means that you can or you need to record a personal video for each lead because otherwise it just doesn't make sense and. You can use some, let's say, more generic parts, of course, but what I always advise here is that um, take this time to create and record a personal video. Because if you just uh, send the same message for everyone, then, yeah, you, you have some, how do you say, like, like some uh, um, inefficiency yeah. in the messaging. Probably... If you don't have the time or you think you don't have the time, you can start with a more generic message. But then if you go, go further down uh, your sequence or your funnel, then it, it needs to be more specific. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you'll see the difference because I, I saw the difference and I still see the difference. Yeah. So um, this is, um, I think, the, let's say, main, main point here. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I, I would say video prospecting doesn't differ too much from other like let's say cold calling or email sequence it's just like it's a part of the whole thing right mm -hmm. so. yeah okay okay and so now let's talk about video prospecting at scale so um at paru that's you're all about this so give us some tips how do you scale video prospecting yeah so there's a few options um what we at peru uh, especially do different or, or better than the competition is that um, the video recording and distribution is in one tool because probably you're familiar with Vidyard or Loom or other tools. Mm -hmm. And let's say if you record a video with Vidyard and then you use it alongside, uh, I don't know, a CRM like HubSpot, what happens is that you go to one lead. I mean, we're talking about personal video here, right? You go to one lead and you record a video, you go back to your CRM, you yeah. send the message and you start all over again. And typically, Per one minute of video, it takes one minute of waiting, uploading, and click time. Yeah. And in Peru, um, we made this all in one tool. So you can create your cadence within Peru, but also the videos themselves. So then this click and back and forth uh, is not there anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, that's about it. So it's about saving time, but also the let's say practicality of sending the video sales letter directly from the same tool. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing I think we, we often underestimate is the time 
uh, when you record a video, obviously it takes more time to kind of upload and, and everything. And uh, what we see is that we like the process of maybe recording the video can be fast, but then uploading it and, you know, like building the thumbnail and all doing all these things can be very challenging. And, um, and often video is super hard to integrate into a cold outreach sequence because a lot of people will use sequencers and automation and it can be pretty challenging. And from what I understand, you have some kind of thing where you can play around the automation and you can like pull some, some videos. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Exactly. So, um, Right now, what uh, we're working on and is in the next release, in the next uh, few weeks, that you actually, as I just described, you can record uh, the videos and send them out uh, through your uh, email directly. And then the next step, of course, is also the, the sequence so that you can start with, let's say, a plain text email message or you start with the LinkedIn connection request. And then for the second step, uh, you might want to add a message with a video. And uh, for the third, uh, whatever so or you can also start with a message with the video and with our solution um, we always host the video on a personalized landing page for two reasons is because sending video with the email as an attachment usually is too heavy and mm -hmm. uh, is uh, really prone uh, for filtered out by spam filter and the second is the landing page is really important um, for the customer journey to go forward because just sending out videos as uh, action in itself doesn't make sense if there's no call to action because, yeah, I mean, nobody has the time yeah. just to watch videos without uh, going further. So that's why the landing page is an important part with the call mm -hmm. to action. Then there you can, again, add uh, whatever you like, be it a booking link or a link to your website or a link to uh, a specialized landing page uh, for a certain cohort or mm -hmm. something like this. Okay. Okay. I see. Okay. Great. Yeah. So that, I think that's, that's very interesting. Like the, this aspect where you have the landing page and the call to action. Um, Cause I think in prospecting what we, we, you know, like what's so important is to avoid putting all the information at once you filter basically and you self-qualify people. So if people open the, the email and then they kind of click on the link or watch the video, you'll take them somewhere and then they kind of keep engaging in there. And what I've, I've found is there's this thing that happens often in, in uh, cold outreach and I engineer everything around it is that people will receive something. If it's intriguing, they will click on it and very quickly they will forget why, mm. you know, like where it came from. That's the effect where yeah. I don't know if it happened for you, but you, let's say, go on your phone and say, I'm going to send a WhatsApp uh, message to my wife or whatever you go. And then you end up on a notification on YouTube or whatever, because you've seen a notification. And so you opened it, but you forgot very quickly why you were actually opening that. And that's the same with call outreach where people will click on something and then they will see that and they will forget where it came from and they will keep, think it's their idea or it's something that came from them. So I think that's a very good point where people land somewhere and if it's intriguing enough and well done, they will kind of, you know, bite into it and it's going to be much better to get like a reply and have this call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I percent agree. And at the moment, our landing page editor is still a bit... Um, uh, rudimentary but uh, what we'll add for sure in the future is that you can add your own booking links or even mm -hmm. uh, uh, chat windows uh, from whatever tool you use with the with the widget and uh, as a, um, let's say a bit visionary step for next year is that um, we want to create our own um, scheduler because mm -hmm. what um, I see and probably others have the same experience that um, when you actually receive 
uh, a few uh, emails and then you actually book a meeting then between the emails or the call and the actual meeting probably have a nurturing sequence but again it's not so personal right mm -hmm. so the idea here is that um, if you have the scheduler also within uh, Peru you can again use video be it uh, really personal or be more generic uh, for nurturing up mm -hmm. to let's say a really cool uh, video reminder uh, before a meeting or, or a yeah. demo so okay. um, that's why I, we want to build in um, this feature as well but that's a bit for later uh, next year okay great so so philippe where you know like where people can uh, learn more about you about paru where can they try how does it work do they have to you know like can they already try it can they do a beta what should they do Of course, yeah. So uh, go to uh, peru.com. That's uh, P-A-R-R-U-U, uh, P-A-R-R-W.com. And uh, you can try it out. Um, as mentioned, we're working on the uh, next release with the whole uh, messaging uh, function in the next few weeks. That means right now, it's still the better version. So it's all free. <laughs> so you can create your videos. You can create your landing pages. Um, the only thing you need to do then is uh, care or do your own distribution. But um, in the next few weeks, we have uh, this release where you can actually send out cold messages as well. And uh, at the moment, it's still all free. And then later, it's going to be like, let's say, a classic uh, SaaS uh, uh, pricing with the free trial. And then uh, if you like it, um, there's a subscription fee. Okay, perfect. I'll include that also into the uh, show notes so people can go and give it a try. And uh, yeah, go grab it while it's free uh, because I, I think that's a, that's a good thing on that. Any last word on your end? Yeah, I mean, if you do try it and you have some feedback, we're really, really uh, looking forward to, to receive it on our end. Also, now we have the chance to really influence uh, shaping the SaaS tool that's uh, up and coming. So uh, We, we had some really good feedback from uh, beta testers and these early bird um, pre-sell pre customers. So um, um, it's it's been really inspiring and uh, really appreciated. So if you have feedback, please share it. Okay, great. Well, Philippe, thanks a lot for this insightful uh, interview. Uh, was really nice to chat with you. And uh, people, go and try Peru. Thanks, Thibaut. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you, Bye. Philippe. Ciao. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to that episode. If you like what you hear and you want to explore more, I invite you to join the Selling Advantage community. It's a paid community we're running with Skip Miller, where you're going to get access to a content library with training, checklist, and exclusive resources. You'll also get access to our experimentation swipe file and a Discord group with 150 Texas people. We also have online events where we invite special guests, a regular Ask Us Anything, and our content is focused on sales for North America and EMEA. If you want to check it out, go to sellingadvantage.io or click on the link in the show notes and you'll be able to sign up.